talk to your friends. Thank you all for being here. Jane, there's a place with a workbook at that table there. You could sit anywhere you want, but I'm just saying there are some empty places. So welcome to the Microvision Workshop. Thank you all for coming. Uh, I want to thank Elisheva and Mary so much, and Ariella for helping to set up. And, um, and Chevy Goldberger for helping to make the workbooks. She worked hard on them. Um, I'd like to start off by telling you something about next week. If you see in the middle of your table, there is a flyer about the hop. The hop is a five-week challenge that is going to be starting. And here's a show. We'll have a kickoff next Tuesday night where we explain it. And then you will have five weeks of just something to focus on each week for five weeks. And you keep yourself accountable with your chabura. And you will find yourself really transcending and transforming, I hope. And then we'll get together on February 20th for like a seum for our five-week challenge, okay? So we will be together next Tuesday night and then again on February 20th. But meanwhile, you'll be busy, busy, busy. One of the, please take a flyer home with you when, you when you leave tonight. We have more flyers if you need. Um, okay, I'd like to explain to you what we're going to do tonight, Okay. Um, I, I don't know how many of you have been keeping abreast of all the living carbonated sessions and ideas and everything like that, but if you have, you'll know, you'll be very familiar with what we're talking about. And even so, I think it's going to be challenging for all of us. Um, the reason we're calling it microvision is because I know how people have struggled a lot with creating this vision. It's a hard thing. We're not used to it. It takes time. We had talked last semester or last series about hispononus, that hispononus is time where you sit and you think and you focus. That is a very important thing to do. The kind of work we're doing with this workshop is hispononus, but we're not used to it. So you have to know before we start that anything you do is great, and I want to explain why. I'm just going to give a little introduction, then we're going to start doing the work. So first of all, this is not therapy. I am not a therapist. I am not a professional. This is not therapy. The point of Living Carbonated is what you have on the cover of your little pamphlet that we have given out. I would suggest that you look at this pamphlet as often as possible and that you really think about it and meditate on it and, and close your eyes and just after just read a page, close your eyes and think about it. So on the cover of your microvision workbook, you have a picture of that because the cover of that little pamphlet is what is the purpose of my existence? That's what living carbonated is about. As we try to fulfill the purpose of our existence, we will automatically be happier, more self-expressed, more actualized, more serene, more comfortable, more productive people. There's no way to come close to Hashem and really make changes in your life and not find it bleeding into every aspect of your being. That's how powerful connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. And we understand that we have two purposes here, according to Rav Moshe Chaim Litzato. One is Kovesh Yitzro. We want to master ourselves. Are you listening? You have to hear every word. You're not allowed to think about anything else, or you won't be able to do this work. 
says, everybody listening to every word. These are not my words. This is not me. I'm just giving to you from our Chachami. The first thing is self-mastery. If you remember, we read the Chazonish. You have it in your notes. Where he says there is one good Midah and one bad Midah. Do you remember that? The good Midah is being determined to master your natural impulses and instincts. That one mida will create all of the good midas. That there's um, there's one good mida. We we to master ourselves, to master ourselves, and the one bad mida he says that will make you expert in every possible bad character trait. If that's what you choose, you will become an expert in every rotten character trait. Is where you just say, "I am what I am. I'm just gonna." be the way I am. Not okay. Not okay for a Jew. So, Kovish is Yitzro, a person must master, work on mastering ourselves. I won't say that we're going to get there. And, we use Mizdabek Baboro, that we have to, we are, we are expected to work on coming close to our Creator. That's what we're doing tonight. Okay? Now, um, I want to repeat just very, very briefly something that, uh, that I shared at our Hanukkah evening because I think it is an important thing to keep in mind. Because as we do this work from personal experience, you can work on something for a long time and feel like you're not making any progress. Have any of you experienced that ever? You really put effort into something and then boom, and you think, I haven't made any progress. And, and you could just feel like, oh, I'm just throwing in the towel. What's the use? Why don't I just do what I want to do? You know, why do I have to work so hard? So I just, I shared something to, that to me is, um, it was a very impactful thing. When my, my first baby was still an infant in his infancy, I got hold of this book, Liberated Parents, Liberated Children, based on the teachings and sessions with Dr. Chaim Gennat, which to this day I think is better than any of the books out there. All the different techniques it's all there. He was like the father of all of this, and I just love everything about his take on children. It's amazing. But as I shared, and I'll just tell you very quickly, um, there was a woman named Nell who was in that um, the group of women that met with Dr. Gannat weekly, and her husband had died a few months before, and she had a 12-year-old son, and she was finding it very, very difficult. He was angry. He was complaining all the time that he didn't have a father and he wasn't accepting his mother's direction. It was very difficult. And, and she sat for like 20 minutes just unloading, unloading, unloading. And it was so sad. And all the women are sitting there and they're, they're listening to her and their hearts are breaking and they look at Dr. Gannat and they expect that he's going to give her a lot of empathy, you know, because he's really into empathy and everything like that. And, 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 and the writer of this diary says, and he looked at her very intensely and he said, Nell, don't let life defeat you. And then the next week when she came, she had a whole different look on her face. And she had said to her son, you know what? It's hard not to have a dad, but we're going to be the best one-parent family there ever was. And her whole dynamic shifted with her son. We cannot let life defeat us. We are in a difficult time in history. We're in a difficult time. There's so many dysfunctions and problems that people are having. It's just unbelievable. But we can't let that defeat us. We are here. Every person that's here is taking a step towards growth, 
knowing ourselves better, connecting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and taking one tiny step forward. And when you make it a formal thing where you actually take time and you think, you use your sechel, you plan, you try, you put in efforts, that is unbelievable. So understand what we're doing in this room is holy work. This is holy work. I'm happy if it comes out to be therapy too. That's great. I'm happy for you. That's not what we're here for. That will happen, but it's not what we're here for. We won't let life defeat us. We will choose life. And it can be really hard when it's dark all around to see the light. And then I have to share with you this unbelievable line that I found from Rabbi Yehuda Halevi, the author of the Kuzari. Rabbi Yehuda Halevi was, in the 11th century, a tremendous Kabbalah philosopher and everything. And here is a line that he wrote. I want you to hear this line because... This is us. This is what we're doing. Listen to this line. It's on your page one, but you don't have to look at it now. You're going to have all this in your workbook. It's the top of this page says, you can't do this wrong. Any step, any effort, any desire to be closer to Hashem and to master ourselves brings us closer to fulfilling our purpose in this world. Hear how he put it in such poetic language. It's just beautiful. The Rashti Kirvascha, he writes to Hashem, I sought closeness to you, Hashem. With my whole heart, I called out to you. And when I came closer, when I, when I came forward to greet you, what did I find? You were coming to greet me. Every step you take towards achieving that real closeness to Hashem that eludes us, that we have to seek and strive and uncover so much to get it, we find Him waiting there for us. So as you sit here tonight, you can't do this wrong. You can do it over and over and over and over again. I have lots of copies for certain pages for you to work on because you're going to want to do it over and over again. You're going to want to keep tweaking it. You want to keep growing into it. Your understanding will broaden and deepen. You'll see oh, I didn't understand what that meant. Now I'm getting it on a deeper level. So that's what we're trying to strive for tonight. We're not looking for specifics. There's no test. There's no exam. There are no midterms. There's only you and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he is waiting to step forward to greet you. Now, also, before we start, there's something very important that everybody has to do before the first step. And that is what Rib Shlomo Volba tells us. He expresses in Ali Shore that the first thing a person must do, Reishis Limud Hamusar, the first thing that a person has to do when they're working on mastering themselves and becoming more divine and more refined and more, more self, self-mastered, it's must be Limud Ma'alos. You have to know your own greatness. Now, a lot of people say to me, oh, I love myself. Oh, I know how good I am. I don't believe it, ever. I don't think we know ourselves. I don't think we're in touch with ourselves. I don't think we know how to be. That's what we're going to work on a little bit. As a matter of fact, the last page in here is an excellent article by Sarah Hannah Radcliffe from the Mishpacha magazine where she talks about the benefits of writing 
which we've been talking about in here for a long time. She talked about how we don't know ourselves, we don't even know what we're feeling much of the time, or we have one big feeling and we don't know what the components of it are, and we get angry, she doesn't say, I'm saying this, but we get angry or irritated or depressed or upset, and it's so many different feelings that we haven't distinguished. So it's an article worth reading, and I would suggest to each of you that you make sure you have one of these booklets and you do a little bit of writing every day. There's no right and no wrong. You sit down and you write. You write honestly. It will open you up so much, and we resist and resist and resist. There's a lot more to discuss and learn about all of this because Musser is endless, so we can go deeper and deeper and deeper, but we're taking our first steps together. So, what you're going to do tonight in this workbook is you're going to do, we're going to talk about the first four steps in achieving growth in a certain area. We're going to choose one tiny piece of your overall vision. Now, we worked on an overall vision, right? So, what you want to do tonight, please listen very, very carefully. Remember the impact work we did the impact work that we did. We look at one little aspect of ourselves and we think, what is the impact of what I'm doing? What's the impact on myself? I hope that you wrote it out. What's the impact on my family, on my friends, on my community, on my relationship with God? After you've done that work, you realize there's something in my life that it's happening, a pattern, a thought, a characteristic, an action that is not in my best interest. And so when you made your overall vision, I'm assuming that was included in your overall vision. If the action that you want to work on was to make your bed every morning, then work on that. I'm going to make my bed every morning so I feel like I have mastered something in my life. That's what I do. It can be that tiny. Maybe for some of us that's not so tiny. But it can be that tiny. Now, other people have different things. Sometimes I'll work with a, a person on her own personal vision. And for everybody, it is so completely different. You want to choose one aspect. And on that one aspect, we're going to practice. There's a page in your notebook, which you'll look at in a minute. And that page has four sections. And you work on filling out the four sections. You're going to work on filling out those four sections. The first section, and they really, it's all one thing. It all comes together. At the end, after you've done this work, you're going to get a card that's called a pocket vision. This is a pocket vision card for that one thing you're working on. This pocket vision card, which you're going to draw tonight with your colored pencils, you're going to make a picture of you, as much writing as you want, as much art as you want, a picture of you having answered these four questions, and now you're jumping into the future. Here I am with that one micro step. Here's my micro vision on here. And you hold on to this card, and you look at it every morning, and you look at it in the middle of the day, and you look at it when everything's falling apart in your mind or in the world around you, and this reminds you who you're being. Your identity, your plan, your everything is going to be in this pocket vision. You also have index cards in the middle of the table. You can create whatever kind of pocket vision you want on this card. 
something that fits you in the way that you speak it. So here, good, you're filling in the cards that we give you, but you might have a different way of expressing it. Use the cards, make them colorful, make it your own. Design something that you can look at during the day and remind yourself who you are. We're going to be working on that from Rabbeinu Yonah and different, different things about who you really are. So, um, so let's say on page three in this thing, where we talk about the most important thing is finding out your strengths. We're going to ask you to start before you fill out the cards. Look at page two and go deep inside of you and stop with the lies and the voices and the negativity and all that kind of business. Who are you? What are the gifts Hashem has given you? Physical, emotional, spiritual, talents, gifts, anything. Put them on this page. Don't hide it from yourself. It's not right to you. To not look at who you are. Because if you don't look at who you are, how will you be who you were designed to be? And you won't have peace. You won't find peace if you're not expressing that self that a Kodesh Baruch Hu gave to you for a purpose. So we're serious about this. We're pushing ourselves to think real, to go deep. And you can't do it wrong. You're taking a step towards a Kodesh Baruch Hu, he will be there to meet you where you are and to pull you forward and to hold you. And that's the truth. And we've got to work, work more on that too. We've got to work more on bitachon and faith and trust and all of that. Here are the four cards that you're going to work on. It's one of the pages of your notebook. So don't have to look at it now. I'm explaining it and then you can look at it. Okay? After you fill out your strengths, is everybody with me? Do you understand? You're going to fill out your strengths. You're going to, some of you will hate doing it because you don't like to admit you have any strengths. Some of you will love doing it because you think you're great. Either way, it's fine. So, the first page is going to be what? That is the vision. Do you remember that? Remember that the vision is the what? What's this thing we're working on? What is it going to be? What is your life going to be like? The next one is who? Who am I being? And... The identity one has to be aligned with the vision. These two go together. The what and the who go together. You understand that, yes? Okay. The next one is why. Why do I care about this? Why does it matter to me? Now, if it doesn't matter to you and it doesn't fit in with your values, it ain't going to work. Because it's not you and you don't really believe in it. It's an outward thing that you want to achieve. But it's not your values. That's why this is so important. Your values are what motivate you and drive you. You might have a vision of, well, this is how everybody should be. Like, I'm going to have the cleanest house in the city, okay? To me, that's very important. I'm going to have the cleanest house in the city. But that's because you want to look like you have the cleanest house in the city. It's not because you believe that that's the most important thing in a person's life. Some, it's Seyder and Nikoyun. Those are some of the 13 meters of Rabbi Yisrael Salazar. Yes. Order and cleanliness. Yes, it's true. But if this is, I'm the, and there's nothing wrong if this is your vision, and this is who you want to be. Good. Only if it speaks to your deepest being, and it's one of your values that you would die for, almost. We want to find values, the values that are motivating our lives, 
and keeping us working against our instincts. That's how important the values page is. Do you get that? Okay. Then we go to how. Okay. I have a vision. I know who I want to be. It really matters to me. This is what I'm living for. So this is what will happen. What I'm living for is what will happen. If I'm living for comfort, these steps won't happen. If I'm living just for pleasure, these steps won't happen. If I'm living to be noticed and honored, nothing will work. It's got to be a value. Then once you have the value, okay, what's my plan? What are my resources? Who can I talk to? What book can I read? What information can I get? What steps am I going to take? You understand? We're working on those. Next week, when we, when we meet to kick off the hop, we're going to just talk about the last two steps. These are two steps. These are a total of six steps. If you work them, you'll make progress. If you work them. But are you motivated to work them? So if you will look now at your workbook. Look at your workbook. You'll see, first there is the cover page, which reminds us of why we're alive. That is why we're doing this workbook. There's a value right there. Okay? Let's say you don't have a value. Look at your front page. Look at your pamphlet. Use the resources that we are trying to give each other. Use the other people in your habura. Talk about this pamphlet. Every page in here was so carefully thought through and designed to help us keep focused. Use it. Second page is reminding us that whatever steps we take are just priceless. Priceless. Listen, I'm in a long-distance phone conversation with a young woman who, who grew up from, grew up religious. She has a lot of emotional needs and problems, and she's no longer so religious, but she has a desire to, um, to talk to Hashem. She can't bring herself to Davin, but she has a desire to talk to Hashem. So I said, okay, so why don't we just, you know, don't even talk to him yet. Get to know him. She's in the medical field, like, you know, doctor type person. I said, you have more opportunity than anybody else to really know Hashem. She said, I know it's amazing when you look at the human body. So I said, so, so that's a good idea. You can use that to get to know Hashem. But I'm a bad person. Like, he doesn't want to hear from me. So I said, well, why can't a bad person know Hashem? She said, I, I don't know. So I said, okay, you're a jerk. That's great. That's great. Know him. Just know him. Well, what if I end up feeling like I, I really should do more mitzvah? No. No. You cannot do that now. You're a jerk. You're a bad Jew. You're only getting to know Hashem. That's it. If it comes out of your mouth that you say to him, I love knowing you. I'm amazed at what you created in the human body. I love looking at the world around me. Fine, we'll allow that. It doesn't go any further. So she texted me recently. She said, well, a bad Jew is getting to know Hashem. I said, that's great. Bad Jews who know Hashem are precious. Mm -hmm. So, but you understand? She's seeking Hashem. She's seeking Hashem. That is beautiful. That's what we want to do. We all have major strengths and major deficiencies, and there's nothing wrong with that. 
So as we go through this, we're not looking at our deficiencies, but we're going to cut out those voices that tell us about the deficiencies. We'll talk to them later. Okay? We're going to put them on hold. So we're going to play some music. And you're going to start with page two, where you're going to work on your strengths. And then you're going to go to your four cards and work at them. And here, if you notice, for step one, if you look in your Living Carbonated, page 10, it gives you a way to work on that vision, number one. It gives you questions that you can answer, and that's how you work on the vision. So please take your time. Uh, I know we should have left three hours for this. I'm sorry, there's not enough time. We will, Mir Tushim will find ways to continue. You can continue with your kapura. You can turn this on and listen to the music and go continue from wherever you get tonight. And those of you who are out of town and listening to this, print out the pages, sit down with the workbook, work together along with the music that we have in here, and make yourselves do this. You finish it with your chabura or sit alone, turn on music and continue. Go into that focused space. Take something to drink, relax, enjoy yourselves, and do the work. And if I can help anybody while I'm here, or if there's someone at your table who can help you, Please, first fill out the pages, then um, I'm going to give you pocket vision. Will you, the pocket vision, I just want to say, this is putting the four steps all together. You put it on this pocket vision and keep it in your pocketbook. Does, are there any, I'm going to answer questions and then we're going to start work. Sarah. If that works for you, whatever is calling to you is your lev yodea maras nafsho. Your insights know what you need to be working on if you'll let it speak to you. Do you all know what to do? What are you starting with? Strengths. Starting with strengths. Then you're going to go to the four things. You can look at page 10. I have a couple of page 10s here I can lend out if anybody who needs. Okay? I have to go get it. Where did I put it? Here. Should be in here. Um, it should be. Wait, wait. Yeah, but where's... Oh, golly, hold it. Uh, here. I have a few page tens. Speaker. So the question is, uh-huh. is this going to be uh, the ringer? What did you say? The ringer. Uh, but, but I think we want to. Um, you want to hold it? I think we should have the music. There's one page. Let me see if any other page. Here's another one. Yeah. I understand that, you know, to get to know Isha. Like, we get to know him, to, you know, Torah, to, you know, doing mitzvahs, we're innovating. His world, his world. So, you, in terms of, you know, knowing his world, okay. You want to discover, you want to walk outside and yes. see his world. You want to look at, every woman in this room has a home, a family of sin, a life. Who gave that to her? 
May her be conceived and shaped her the way she is and gave her her abilities and her beauty and her life and her children and whatever. It's unbelievable. Millions and millions of people and each one gets his love and care. Yes, that's mind-blowing. Right. So, but we never think about it. That's why you need to use it. I try to, you know, good, I good, try good. to think about it. Good. Actually, you know, like you mentioned, you know, things, you know, when I ask, you know, how does it work, and the children always say, Hashem made it this way. Yes. Like, yes. yes. Seriously. Right. Like, let's see how, you know. Right. Like, right. Know. And then the deeper you go, the more you know right. him. Yes. I guess I'm lucky that this way, the children remind me of Pretty much. Very, very lucky. Okay. Uh, we're not talking about braids now. Oh no, we're not talking about shaytos. <laughs> I might have to move some seats. also have extra vision pages that you can take home and just play with and work on if you want to. Yeah. I missed last class. Um, this is when we worked on our vision two, two times ago. What was last week? Was it like going more in depth than this? Because then like I need to do the mic or stuff. So really I should be picking one thing from here. Yeah. That, that's how I... One thing. Yeah, that's not what we talked about. But it's, um, okay, but whatever. I have this. Pick one thing. Yeah. That's how you right. This. Right. Okay. One thing. One thing. I'm like wondering if I'm ever really going to get there. I don't like your first step. To do that. You know what? I don't like your first step. You don't like the first step? Well, you got to do what you don't like. I know. Ladies, are we working on strengths? This is a very conversation. I opened this book up and this in alone just sent me into an entire conversation. I shouldn't open this book. Right, but you should at some point. It's, yeah. this, these are worthwhile conversations. Yeah. But let's start with how great you are. Okay. We're doing the strength. Yeah. Yeah. That's her strength. Could you focus on your own? Thing? She just said, does anybody have any suggestions? So I said that she has a lot of really good strengths. I gave her some of them. She's giving her a list of her strengths. You know what? She has a lot of strength. Some people can't behave. <laughs> We're just talking about whether or not we should eat chocolate in front of you. Of course you should. That's why we brought it. But it might not be in our vision. Well, don't deal with that vision. <laughs> don't deal with that vision. What should I do right now? The ladies will tell you. Say that as you were talking, what I kept on thinking is that I was listening to a podcast with, and the guy said, um, "The secret to life is that if you can see it, you can be it." And I feel that's one of our sip cards. I know. I'm saying that's what's so cool about the. Um, picture pocket picture thing. Right. 
Because then you but see what it. You and see then is what's inside of you. That's what's reflected there. That's why everyone has a different vision. Nobody has the same vision. I know I want it to be. Remember our Tuesday morning downstairs? Years ago. You did micro accent. Is it? Yes. Yes. And you said it's because the Satan does not so. Uh, um, Whoever looks at they float under the radar. Right, exactly. And then that's, that's what you introduced the whole thing micro accent, just a like a little, little thing. Right, right. And that's a little bit different. Here we're just taking one thing to work on and we're focusing the six steps on that. But they, right, a micro accent. Yes. Right, but someone said before, said, what about this micro accent? That's the term that we use. Yes. Was it 100 years ago? Remember Tuesday yeah. morning? I've done it in Tamima Ladies, you should all be able to hear the music because you're so focused and so thinking about what you want to put into your list. Can these be actions? Oh, look, let me show you. Um, the page, no, in, the, in your workbook. Where's the rest of the workbook? Here it is. Ladies, in your workbook, page four is an example of your vision and identity, how you can sort of look at it. These are just some examples. It's page four in your vision workbook. It's anything you want, actually. Here, when you do your vision and identity, here's just an idea of how, how kinds of it could be character traits, it could be kind of some of your focused on health. You're, you're okay. an artist, you're a writer. You're a writer. I'm a writer. So, uh, that could be in your uh -huh. big vision, by the way. When are you writing your book? When are you writing what you need to be writing? That's part of your vision. I am a writer. So that's where this yeah. goes? This, I am yes. a writer. Uh, oh, okay. And what is What, what is? Here? I'm going to write a book. Okay. Or I'm going to write articles. Okay. I am a writer. Okay. The more that you will focus and quietly think and go into yourself, the more you can actually find some truth. Question: This, this based on our strengths? Does it have to be based on our strengths, or based on something else that we don't want to? It be doesn't like? have to be based on your strengths. But if you don't even know yourself, how do you even know how to dream? 
Well, it has to do with um, how you're going to carry it out. Like, if you want to become a rocket scientist, but you're not a person who does well in science, that may not be a vision that you want to create. Maybe it is. Maybe you are dying to be a rocket scientist. But usually, something about your strengths will push you towards who you want to be in this world and what you want to accomplish. And also in terms of your Avodah Hashem, if you don't know your strengths, you're going to fall into, I can't do that, I can't be that. But it's, it's a lie. So you want to know what your strengths are. We like to ignore that piece. We're just not interested in it. Maybe because it holds us accountable. Right. Right, exactly. That's what you must be able to know your strengths, and then we have to look at issues that we have <coughs> that we're, we're, we're not where we want to be. We're going to talk about that too. Okay. Robin and Debbie, are you doing your work? Yeah. We're trying to get to the strengths. We're getting it. That part was easy for me to do, but I don't know how to do this part. Well, when you, you're any kind of, you wish you could be. Why don't you know? I'm kind of, because I'm always working, and I'm really I know, but suppose you had, suppose you had a planned, directed way to work, then your work would be all funneled in the same direction. be more powerful. Right now, you're working all the time with yourself and yourself, and that's great. Like Michael said, I'm a Good, so put those down. Start with what you're doing already. So I'm already doing it. So you're already there. I'm serious. I know I could be better. So then write your vision of how you would be better. Without your being, do you know is not work? What about your pain? Do you feel ashamed? But I know, I mean, but I don't know if it's a real or not. Let's say, let's say, and I, I know I don't have really people. Really, what would here? Where, like, I don't have too much. I go up with people when they're reasonable. <laughs> In my heart of hearts, major I know I love my friends gave me the name. That's my fault. And that's why I have masculine tendencies, and now it's my work. Okay, so we get But anyway, no, the mice, uh, when you do people who care so much about it. So I don't know if that's 
something I should change or not change. I mean, I can understand, okay, this is how they sort of change. Could you be more effective with a person who's struggling if you can understand that they don't have the tools and that you can help yeah, them Yeah, and I see. think I am already. I think I have that. I do have that. But do I relate to that? When you're standing before a Kodesh Baruch is there anything that's going to ask you about and say, could I gave you this and wanted you to. Now, I know you work all the time, but it can't be. What all the time? I know you work all the time, but it's got to be something that you would love to excel more in. Be more like that to the people around you. Something small. I wish I could. Because like I said, like she said. you have. May it save you have. Hashem. I know how you have. What I do, I do. Okay. I'm kidding. I feel good. Hashem. Oh, it's to have a lot of advice. I said that to me. You know, you think of my strength, and I wrote my strength is that I love Hashem. I really do. I try to spread it down. I try to talk to people, and I talk about Hashem all the time, and I talk about how good Hashem is. It's like the story of my entire life. I'm not a fan of what it looks like. I said that he does, and I said when people do this, but I'm sure I can. I know what you're saying is true. That I don't know. Like, like, should I be sleeping? I do a lot of self-talk when I do. See, that's the thing. I'm not very forgiving of myself. I'm forgiving of other people, forgiving myself. And I also think part of my love and attention, I think I'm also too forgiving. I know you and I have a different, um, a different, but I think he's so forgiving. Like, but he loves us so much. And so, he just wants our heart and our life. He wants our love. And, and so I, I, so I do, and I, like, you know, my big, I, I'm going to tell you that. This is my big struggle. My big struggle is I don't know what to do to that. And I think Hashem gives me my vision issues. Like, and I had this whole thing figured out that if I look in the center, and the black spots went away when I started looking in the center. Want to work on that? Okay, thank you, thank you. Ariella, are you behaving? <laughs> <laughs> Is she disturbing other people over here? Let's say that, um, let's say making your bed in the morning. Well, you already did it. Okay. That's kind of like saying, I'm a
the vision no the vi what is um uh, 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 the principle number two I look for the good in everyone and everything that's number one that's number two what was number one I mouth speaks only well it's in your it's in your little the, the only thing oh, right. I have a question is that so when I was doing my strengths and I did that one that one I actually do do that at the same time, I don't do that. Right. I, yeah. So now work on how you don't do that. Right, so I'm saying with the segue between that and then you turn, you say your greatnesses. The there's no wrong way to do this. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I thought that there was that we were just supposed to be picking one little thing that will change. There's no And that goes way. where? You're right. No, but if it's broad, then it's very little feet. Right, so let's make it, let's say you want to work on the thing about seeing the good in other people. Yeah. Is that something you'd like? No. Okay. I so I do not really tell what Okay, self-control. So let's say you choose, you become somebody that, you pick one thing where you rarely have self-control, right? You say, okay, I am going to be a person with self-control in this area. And in and, and, and your plan of how once a day I choose. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you want to take a specific thing that for you is very hard, like... Right. But the problem is that the things that are so hard, I don't believe I can do. So, you know, I remember when I had a lot of little kids and I was teaching and I was so overwhelmed, I decided that every single night I was going to clean off the kitchen table. The kitchen table was going to be empty and wiped clean, even if the rest of the kitchen was a mess. That made such a difference to me. I actually mastered something. I actually had a clean table at night. So that was, that's one thing. Or you might decide, I'm going to wake up 15 minutes earlier so that I can be dressed when the kids wake up. These are like physical I can, things. That's okay. Like, right, that's what I'm yeah, but we're not you're not saying, realizing, we're not you're not realizing your actions create your identity. So then in who, I'm a self-control. Yeah, and, and how Adamni Fakafikulasab, he says you can destroy the gates of hunger through your actions. So then you would be somebody who would prepare things to say to yourself, to coach yourself. I'm in Hashem's hands. I don't control the world. I don't want to control the world. And I know that Hashem will help me. And you learn to say these things over and over and over and practice actually letting go. And if you practice, I am a person who lets go. The vision is I am a person. What, one thing you can do is take a breath before you speak. So that's the what. That's the what. But I am a person who, I am a person who lets go. Is your the identity, right? Identity is that's who. I am a person who lets go. And then you think of the smallest things that you can let go. Suppose it makes you nervous if you haven't cleaned the counter at night, but your children need you. I'm a person who lets go. I'm a person who makes my children nervous. Okay, there you go. That's one way of letting go. So I would. So is it okay that this is like? Yeah, it doesn't that mean anything. And that, oh. So I don't understand the connection between this page and this page. You have to know yourself. You're, you don't oh. even, you're just, these are... Basic things? Yeah. 
Well, that's why I find it hard. That, that was hard part. Exactly. There's a list of things that you know you're good at. Things hard, but then to like, think of another one. Step into your house. Oh, yeah. You go into some find out what really matters to me. What does that matter to me? It's like go deeper than all those voices. Where, where's my sweetness? Where's my goodness? Where's what really matters to me? Microsep is to see good in people. And then the two is who. I am a see gooder. I am an I am Tova. I am a lover. Here, I and that's you, the new me? Put it in whatever words work for you. Ladies, you can use the index cards to create a vision of yourself with your markers and everything. Gitty will probably do a really good job of that. Oh, no pressure. When you do all the time, when you get to the why, you're going to find out what really matters to me. Right. No, One picture of who you want to be. What do you want to be like in this world? What do you want to become? I want to be a patient mother. Let's say that's what you want to become. I'm going to bring a shlomo for you. Patient mother. I am a patient person. I am a patient person. Right? Now, why do you want to be a patient mother? So you want to, you want to really keep it up. Why you want, what, who cares? Because it helps raise your kids in a better way. No, it's much more than just that. I mean, that's that too, but why is it important to you? Why is it so important to you? Okay, so you're raising these kids. Why am I here? I mean, to me, that's one of the main oh. reasons I'm here for. Oh, so now your values are about living what you're here for. Right. You actually value life. You value a mission. You're someone who is, who is motivated by your mission. You're saying you have rebonish them that you have to answer to, that they put you here for a reason. Those are your values. That's how I'm supposed to list here. No, values are here. Those are your values. But it all has to be like one thing. It's all about one thing that you want to grow in right now. When we made the overall vision, there were a lot of things. But here, choose, choose one, one thing. Man. How are you going to? What steps are you going to take? You have to have steps in your microvision. I mean, even if I have a bunch of things, I can just pick one of them. It doesn't matter. Why? I shouldn't kill myself over which one. It doesn't make a difference at all. Anything that is Anything important to me that I care to me. You're practicing working on mastering yourself with a plan. 
If you don't have a plan, you don't usually get anywhere. Right? You gotta have a plan. So you want a plan. Okay, here's what I want to work on. I want to work on, I was telling them when my kids were little, I had a thing where, and I was teaching, it was so much, and I had a thing where I decided that every night I'm gonna clean off the kitchen table. I'm gonna have a totally clear kitchen table, which was hard when you're putting a baby to sleep and an older kid reading with them and this kid doing that. It's very hard. Every night I had the kitchen table cleaned and I felt so good. The rest of everything was a mess because I couldn't do it all in one day. I had that clean kitchen table, which meant I'm choosing my life. I'm choosing to grow. Does that make sense? Like how much of a difference did it make at the kitchen table? But for me it was huge. You feel the control. You feel the control. Oh, I can take steps. Oh, I can do things differently. That's what's so important. And if it means, okay, I have this one thing that's getting in my way, I'm going to go to a professional and talk about this one thing that keeps coming up for me. Let that be your one thing. Ladies, can I say something? A lot of people are having trouble finding one thing to work on. And I, I would just say the following. If you have something that's blocking you in your life and you just can't deal with it, your one thing can be, I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to go to a professional. That's part of the how. I'm going to go to a coach. I'm going to go to a therapist. I'm going to go to whatever. And I'm going to deal with this thing because then this will free me up. Take one little thing. And I was telling the ladies when I was and when I had a lot of little kids, at one point my one thing that I did that I committed to was cleaning off the kitchen table every night. That kitchen table would be empty and clean. And that I okay, I'm in charge of some part of my life and I'm telling myself what to do and I do it. That opened a lot of doors for me. That was just the beginning. When you take one thing and you master that one thing because you want to be in control of your life inside, not the circumstances, but the inside of yourself, you take on one thing, you move forward, I promise you that that will open doors for you. Or if you need to get professional help, you get professional help. If you need medical help, you get medical help. If you need spiritual help, you get spiritual help. You don't stay where you are because you don't believe in yourself or it's too hard or it doesn't matter or I'm doing fine anyway. No. Take life on. Make choices. Grow. You don't need to be stuck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did see your face. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's take my example of cleaning the kitchen table. Okay? The vision is there will be a clean kitchen table every night. Okay, who am I being? I am a person who takes steps, I am a grower. I am someone who takes things on. Beautiful. La ladies, we're asking, let's say, let's say we're talking about this issue. There goes Ariella again, not behaving and disturbing other people. <laughs> ladies, let's take this issue of cleaning off the kitchen table, okay? Who am I being? 
I am a person who takes steps. I am a person who is growing. I am a person who made a commitment. That's the identity of a person who will clean off the kitchen table every night, even when there's a screaming baby and a screaming toddler and a child who needs homework and another child who needs whatever it is. I make decisions in my life. I take things on. You hear this? This is what you want to do. You are a grower. You're not satisfied with just being who you are right now because that's nowhere near who you were meant to be and who you can be. I am a seeker. I am a grower. I am a seeker. I am looking for ways. I am learning to control myself. I am a self person grow. I am a growing person. I am learning self-mastery. It doesn't have to be worded perfectly. Begin to see yourself in a powerful way. That's all you're trying to do. And it could be just about the kitchen table. But then you're a decider and a chooser in your life. Does that help? Yeah, but let's go to the whys. Let's go to the whys. That's very important. Okay. Why am I a chooser? Why am I someone who's cleans off my kitchen table at night? Why? Give me some whys. Why did I do that? So that you start fresh in the morning. No. No, it wasn't about starting fresh in the morning. It was a much deeper thing for me. Because you want to be in control. I am a person who is learning to control my inner life. Is that an important value? To work on my inner life? To work on my, my conquest of myself? To choose how I'm going to be? Isn't that a value? Yes. Because, but look at it like this. You're an overwhelmed young mother, and there's so much to take care of and so many people to take care of, right? How do you do it all? You choose one thing. One thing. Is it good to have, is it important to have a sense of cleanliness and at least be on top of some of the things besides the laundry that's piling up, right? So for me, it was the kitchen table. It doesn't necessarily relate to everybody else. For me, it, I'm telling you, it turned my whole life around. Because I made a choice about something in this overwhelm. I chose something that I actually was in charge of. I could be in bed and remember I didn't clean off the kitchen table. Oh, out of bed, clean that table. And I'm learning to tell myself who I want to be and how I want to live. And the values behind it are I want to be a person that chooses. I'm in this world for a purpose. I will not let life defeat me. Or tell me who I am. I'm choosing who I am. I'm a chooser. I'm a connector to a God that gave me unlimited resources. What? Oh, it's getting very late. Yes. And I think they're all about this micro step. It's about this micro step. Star next to the three values that relate to this micro step. Right. Aren't they all about it? There might be values that don't relate to this. Oh, this is in general, or this is specific? Just to write your values, but then you want to you really hone in or what are the most important values that relate to this. 
it could be all of them. My most important values is one thing I chose. I think it's good to be in touch with all, a lot of your values. But I thought this activity is one. Yeah, about one it of my is, It is, but, but you'd be surprised how many values you have that you can apply to this one activity. But then why do you put a star next to the thing? Because then which are the ones that, that I can really keep drive. reminding myself that will drive this? Oh, no. no right. It's on the recording no. for posterity. Oh, you're recording that? I mean, I'm just... I'm yeah, you're, you're saying some good stuff. cards to practice putting together for this one step what's this going to look like I'm in the future here I am I am this person who keeps a kitchen table clean okay let's say it's that and then you write down everything about it on this pocket vision and you look at it every day you look at this every day and it reminds you what you're working on you may choose sometimes not to stick with it oh that's nice I'll do it tomorrow right but you have it. You've thought, you've planned, you've worked, and you have it. So take this pocket vision card, take a few, make your own as much as you can. Do whatever you can to make this your own and make it real. It doesn't have to be right. If you can't do all the steps, don't do all the steps. Mush it all together. Do you hear what I'm saying? Please take a pocket vision, and everybody should have their cameras and things like that. And they're probably to look at. And you have the roses to keep yourself accountable. I know. Is that one extra? I'll take it for both. What? Robin Halpern? Robin Halpern? Uh, no. 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 Um, the value part of this one, I'm trying to understand. I know how to 
or something, like for instance, if I'm speaking, is it not speaking or is something I want to do? Is that the value of speaking or not speaking? Or is the value that it's saying, why does it matter? Ladies, listen, can I pay attention just, and again, I'm sorry, I keep stopping you, but here, listen for a second, listen. It doesn't matter how far you got. It doesn't matter if you're stuck. It doesn't matter if you feel like you did this wrong. You can't do it wrong. Are you interested in growing? That's the only question. If you want to write in your pocket vision, I want to be in touch with my desire to grow. And here's what I'm going to do about it. That's good enough. What you're doing is saying a statement to yourself. I am moving forward. I am choosing my life. I am choosing who I am going to be in this world and the next. I'm choosing my impact on the world. I'm choosing to walk hand in hand with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm going to work on my faith in Him, my closeness to Him, my love for Him. Or just, I'm going to read the pamphlet once a day. Where's my pamphlet? I'm going to read this pamphlet once a day. One page a day. That's, that's something to do. I want to be closer to Hashem. I'm going to read the pamphlet once a day. I'm going to try to, um, you know, talk lovingly every day at least one time. It can be as simple as that. And you're going to tell yourself, it's not enough, it's not doing it right now. Don't give up and don't give in. Please don't just leave this. You have the workbook. I have extra pages of the four cards so that you can make mistakes over and over and over again and redo and redo and redo on index cards, on this page, on anything. Don't stop working. It takes work every day. Even if it's only in your mind, even if you only look at a card. This one? This one. Pocket vision. You need pocket vision. I need one. Does anybody want extra of the four-card page? And if you want to combine all the steps together, for heaven's sake, combine them all together. So I guess we're not meeting next Tuesday. So we'll just... Miriam, do you recommend that our Fabora meet between now and next Tuesday? Of course. Of course. Ladies, does everybody have this? Does anybody need more packets? Does anybody not have this pamphlet? Okay. Does anybody need this pamphlet? Do you have the pamphlet? This is crucial in living carbonated. I don't have enough. We'll make. That's why I want to know. Okay, who else? Okay. Who else does not have a very important, crucial pamphlet? I have extra of this four sheep. I can have one more of those too. Take home the flyer. Are you going to come next week? To finish up and to learn the, the challenge, the hop, the hop, what we're doing. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
you can see it. You've got to remind yourself. There's no wrong answer. It doesn't matter. It has two questions. Yeah, what are the why questions? Why does it matter and what are my values? So like okay, why does it matter? Why, why do you care about what is Why does it matter? Because I feel like <laughs> that, that, that doesn't work. <laughs> um, well, if I'm going to live a life with Cora or like this kind of life, I try to that what comes out of my mouth creates or That she, when she davens, she no, 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 no. When she davens, she looks in the sitter. That's my goal. Your goal, because right now you daven, you don't look I in don't the sitter. I don't always. Correct. Okay. Now, now, excuse me. What kind of? What is the identity of a person who looks in the sitter? Um, they're prob- focusing better on their tefillah, and By they're way, more connecting to it. Is that always and, true? No, hopefully, or else I, I also can have my eyes closed or doing it, but I won't be doing washing the dishes and putting the, emptying the, um, doing the laundry and da 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 and all the things that, the things that I think that I have to get done right. as if Hashem is not making it happen. Like, if I don't do my laundry right then, either it'll wait or it won't wait. But what's more important is my davening. Okay, so you want to focus davening instead of doing things while you're davening and thinking about... It's a priority thing. Priority. You're making... Okay, so you're making your davening a priority and you are a person who takes davening seriously, values that, cares about davening, thinks that it's important to do. And the person who is remembering that it's all about Hashem is... Where's that that little handy dandy on the right thing on the right side? That it's my going with Hashem is what I'm here for. Good. And okay. so therefore, my if I it's not for the laundry or my emptying the dishwasher, whatever. That's not what I'm here for. I mean, we have to do right. it, but that's not what I'm here for. Right. So my davening and my connection to Hashem and is what I'm here for. Right. And so that hopefully I'll become a more of a the person that identifies closest okay. to Hashem. So now you you've gotten a little bit into the why, which is yeah. the values, because why why is davening so important to you? Because all the things that we want, 
in life, if I daven and I learn the words and I understand that that's what it is, then that is, that's why I'm here. Because my whole relationship with Hashem is very much um, relating to my tefillah. Because that's who I talk to when I daven, Hashem. And so I realize I could get to thank Him, I could, I, I could ask for things, and I could just see His greatness. From the, uh, the tefillah is very powerful, has a lot of meaning, and so that is why... So it's very important to you. This is something yeah. that motivates you. Yeah. Okay. Now, how? what kind of a plan are you going to have in place? So I was thinking about that. I thought that maybe I'll tell people. Uh, I don't know if I should tell people when I succeed or when I don't succeed or if I should make a check, uh, list checklist and say, okay, yeah. yeah. I, or like maybe I, I should maybe just do, okay, so just not um, this part of tefillah. I would, you know, make it like a little bit at a time. I'm not, I'm not sure about how, but that's what I, I'm thinking, either people or a checklist. Okay, I, what, what do you think, ladies, about the how? What, what do you think, Robin? Um, so, like, I'm not so good at this tefillah or davening yet. But there is a lady who's organized this Zoom prayer group. It's on this WhatsApp group that also does this praying together. And they like commit to each other once a week, and they get this whole group together, and they they're gonna start a Zoom so they can see each other. Um, but it's just davening; it's a certain oh, right. davening. So like, you might consider even not knowing these people. Like on the other side of the world, you can do this with people. So like at like 9 a.m. or a certain time here could be late there, and y'all can say a tehillim together or something. So like you can join so, uh, right. this kind of. So for me, I really I'm talking about the. Formal tefillah, uh-huh. and so. But I was thinking about let's say chabura. If you know, if maybe in our chabura we have that we're all going to be accountable to each other on the how, yeah. and maybe that's uh-huh. how I could do it. Uh-huh. And I could. You want to get very specific on the how and something that's going to work. For instance, when I say Baruch Sha'amar, I stop. By the way, Baruch Sha'amar was sent to us from Shemayim. It was dropped down <coughs> from Shemayim. It wasn't written by any human being. That's a good one to focus on. When I say Baruch Sha'amar, I do nothing but stand in front of the sitter. Now, if closing your eyes helps you to focus, you can do that. But if you're standing in one, it's important to have one place. You can say, for Baruch Sha'amar, for Shema, and of course it's Shema Esrei, I'm over there every time. So is it a mistake for me to try to do it all? Yeah, you can't do it all. No, if you don't, no, that's not true. It's not true. No, 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 ladies. I don't know. Like what you're saying. Well, you're making a moral issue here. You can do it. It doesn't matter who she is. You break it down. If you take one too much, you're finished. It's over. If you take one too much, you have nothing. I don't care how great you are. I don't care how much you love davening. If you take one too much, you're finished. You're finished. You're finished. You take on one small thing. For instance, I stand there. That's it. Done. That's just an You don't right, have to do right. that. Now, it happens to be that this is something I've been, I've been struggling for years. And I used to make a deal exactly. Baruch Shemar was it. And then, or then it was Shema to then, whatever. And so I, my hesitation in doing it, like just Baruch Shemar, is because I've been there. And I did that for a while. Did and you do the six steps? 
the six steps. Did you have a vision of yourself? Did you realize why this is important to you? Did you see yourself as someone who focuses on Baruch Sha'amar? That is my love language. Baruch Sha'amar, I don't give it up for anything. You see, that's why this is so important. So I have to so learn important. what it really is then. If I, if I have to make that vision. That's the how. That's the how. Does that, does that help you to understand what to do here? Yeah. Yeah. Like accountability helps. The more you think, why does this matter to me? Makes me nervous. Why? Is it just something I want? When you realize why it matters, it's so important to me. I'm willing to do that, to work on this. I'm willing to sacrifice. So Make it just Baruch Amar. I have a question. Thank you. Am I finished? <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> we're asking the question about why. Would it be valuable to look at what will be the impact on me? Of course. Of course. Always, always the impact. I just can't put too much on it, you know? But yes, of course. That's the idea. Sure. Again. Yeah. I don't think I'm quite another one of those as well because I'm going to change my thing. Because I see how small it is. You want this? Yeah. Take some cards. You know? <laughs> 